Welcome to Don't Feed the Trolls, where we bloviate without the bait. I don't even know what bloviate means, but we realized recently that as married men, uh, we have some blind spots when it comes to the biggest trolls in some folks' lives, and we wanted to talk about it. For many of our single friends, there is a special brand of pressure and hardship that comes with navigating modern dating culture. I can't remember the last time I went on a date. That's because it was like 15 years ago, Nate. I mean, like a 15. date, like wow. a date date that that I wasn't married to the person yeah. that I was dating. Um, so, so we're gonna chat with a couple of our friends about the trolls of dating in the age of social media, which I mean, things have changed since you know the year two thousand when I met my wife. So, we're gonna oh, talk man. about that, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners would have a lot to say on that. We don't, which is why we have some great guests on, but we'll get to that later. First. We want to welcome some new patrons. Yeah. Drew Douglas, Scotty Smidlin. Oh, that's pretty good. Smidlin. Smidlin. Brand, Brandon Ray, Chris Mitchell. Yeah. Um, yeah. Three out of four, <clears throat> though, is not bad. For those of you who don't know, I'm sure we uh, we bloviate we, about it a lot. <laughs> we don't hesitate to talk about the Patreon. <laughs> But for those of you who don't know, we do that that patron feed, that Trolls patron feed, that exclusive content that comes straight to your phone. If you've subscribed, um, then you know it's there. If you haven't, you should. There's a URL on our Patreon where you can, an RSS feed uh, link. You can manually put that into your podcast app and get our bonus content that nobody else can get. Um, we started a brand new exclusive podcast, totally separate from this podcast, where we... Uh, it, we, I don't know. What do we do? We talk, <laughs> which is, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's, it's like different it's troll than talk, this podcast. Troll discussions. It's basically, um, just our, our, our ramblings and our ventings and our thoughts throughout the week. And, and, um, and I would say too, that like there, there are certain opinions that I don't feel like I want to express on don't feed the trolls because I haven't number one thought them through. And, uh, I'm a, I'm a verbal thinker so i think while i'm talking i'm i'm forming my ideas and opinion on something and so yeah. obviously that's not great when you when you have a podcast that a lot of different people listen to you want to make sure that you're at least being fair and balanced and 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 seeing things from different viewpoints yeah but the troll talk is straight up just like i'm not even i don't even know what my viewpoint is we're just forming it we're saying probably s- some more offensive things because we're not trying to reach the casual listener that and we're not very smart because we're losing patrons one at a time <laughs> just what are they talking about let's let's cut this off cut no. their funding these guys are idiots you know what's interesting is uh i do get hit up by a lot of friends throughout the week like you know like peers buddies of mine they're like hey check out that episode love that one or, or i didn't like this one you know there's right. about five or six friends who constantly update me on listening to the show and i'm like oh i didn't know you listened to the show that's, that's cool that's great hey, but it could also make you kind of self-conscious because you're like, ooh, these aren't just random people I don't know. They're right. like going to judge me a little bit. Like, oh, <laughs> they know Nate's me. falling off yeah. the deep end. Yeah, I don't, I don't, not a lot of my friends listen to the show. I think it's probably because I give them too much, you know, in person when they hang out with me. You know, they, they've heard enough of me talking, and they're just they're just filled <laughs> up. Hear it. They've had they've <laughs> had enough of that. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll get that text. And I'll just be like, oh, that's awesome. That yeah. really. Just like the patrons popping up in our email, like, boop, you got a pledge. Five bucks yeah, yeah. a month. That's That gives you the jolt, and then a buddy it gives just, you the little t- dopamine hit where you're like, all yeah. right, you know, there is a reward in all of this. 
<laughs> yeah, there is a reward in all of this. Just like trying to date, there is a reward. <laughs> is there really? At the end. So oh, yeah. yeah, let's 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 introduce the topic before uh, we welcome our guests on. They're actually making their way over to my house right now. I'm gonna have guests live in person for the first time th- since I think Nate, you were my last live in person guest when we did I think a podcast on Pokemon. Probably yeah, Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon Go. Go, yeah, yeah, I think so. So you were you were on tour and came through town. And we're like, let's do it, and that was it. I mean, for the most part, we do this all over Skype. So this is interesting and exciting for me to have two girls, especially uh, because we're pretty male dominant podcast, and that's boring. So it, it'll be good to hear from uh, my friend Liz and her friend Lacey. Uh, that's but true. first, let's intro this topic. We're talking about. Uh, dating in in the modern age, there are some cultural things, there are some technological things, there are some things we just don't even understand, Nate, you and I being married guys with kids. Yeah, when Matt, the last time you were dating, people didn't even text each other. No, so, no, I that's mean... How, that's how old you are. <laughs> after I met uh, my wife at camp, we started talking, and she lived across the border, and so, and I, you know, I might have been, I was 17, and I drove, but like, you know, I still was in high school, I was a senior in high school, and I had running start in college and stuff, so we would communicate for the most part, because our, there was still like long distance back then, and our parents, you know, after... You had to go get the phone cards, didn't well, you? Well, after they shut us down a few times with the whole like, what? Do you, what why is our bill tripled? Um, we had to... <laughs> no, I mean, those phone cards. Did you ever get those phone cards that were like, uh, I think we connection tried, fee, yeah, but then we, it was like a penny a minute? Yeah, we tried that for a bit, too. Um, we, I mean, we did everything to, to communicate. But the big one was we used MSN Messenger, which was like right fresh, out, like the I early kind of messaging app, which is similar, I think, to what people use today. Texting. Uh, similar yeah, you were to sending texting. emojis back, back in the day. Did they have emojis on there? No, they didn't. Um... I remember being like an elitist about how people spelled poorly on messaging apps. So like there was ICQ, (laughs) there was MSN Messenger, there was AOL AIM. And people would like, I remember LOL was a thing. And I I remember being so elitist and angry about that. Like why you're really going to just LOL? Like you're not laughing out loud. That's not honest. And so Christy and I were like, we, we would really pride ourselves in our typing skills and how like well our grammar was and it's oh, so funny wow. but that's one thing that's that's uh that's changed is that text colloquialisms on the internet like if i spell something poorly or i don't use commas there is a sarcastic sort of funny tone we talked about this with with ken m a little bit but yeah. um but back then it wasn't that that way we would um we would write our ideal selves into the into the que- the query. Yeah, so. I remember my first girlfriend in college, we actually got to know each other on AOL chat. And uh, I think I talked to her for about three or four months before I kind of went and saw her. She was a friend <laughs> of a friend. That's a that's a darker spot in my life, so we won't talk about that. But uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, it seems like the, the technology has advanced to the point now where people are only using text yeah. to communicate. Like I have a, but my best friend is kind of back on the market in the dating world. And he's kind of like, man, it's so weird. Like he was married for a while and uh, things didn't work out back on the market. And he's kind of filling me in after the fact, like, dude, it's <laughs> weird. You know, like, yeah. I don't know the swipe right generation. And, <laughs> uh, and I've never even actually seen Tinder or whatever it is well, I in feel action, like we, so I don't even know how it works. Yeah, I, I've seen a little bit with, through friends' eyes, but I feel like we, like, I benefited from technology in a way that it was l- still quite limited, 
But yeah. we were able to communicate and have these conversations. I was able to come out of my shell because I was pretty defensive and like protective of my heart, you know? Um, and, uh, sure. and so I was able to sort of like keep it, keep it up in my head for a bit and, uh, and figure out who she was and she could figure out who I was, I was. And then, so when we came together, there was, there was more, it seemed like there was more of a connection. There is a benefit of having that long distance and that communication and having to write out your feelings. Cause I had the same thing. Met my wife in Florida and I was on tour and you know what I mean? We yeah. couldn't, really communicate. But I think that's a big part of it is that some people, they meet right away, the hormones kick in, the relationship advances physically faster than they probably want it to. Right. And the emotions kind of have to catch up after the fact. But for guys like you and I, right. and maybe for a lot of people who kind of meet somebody online, which is probably a, a bigger portion of the population now, you kind of get that sort of intimacy without the physical stuff kind of jumping the gun. Right. You know, and I'm not like some purity person here going, yeah. don't touch each other, but you know what I mean? It, I no mean, matter who I, you are, I it's I did hard. say it for years, though. I mean, I know now people people use technology as a way to have low-risk interactions with people. And it's it's a way to kind of back into a sexual experience with, with a random person. So... Like like people on Tinder or, or different dating apps or whatever. I mean, it's very, it's very low risk and low effort to just swipe right on someone's face, have a little conversation, figure out if she wants to do stuff, and then just do it. As opposed to like meeting, flirting, talking, not knowing what's going to happen, where they're at, you know, whatever. Like not knowing if anything is going to come of it. People just seem to be a little bit more forward, and we'll talk to our guests about that. Um, because, you know, yeah, it's, I've, it's a little two-dimensional. Yeah. It's not like you're putting your heart out there. I've read several articles where women are just like, Tinder generation, like what it's done to men and what they expect and how it works. They're just like, I'm done dating because Tinder has kind of just made it so easy for guys to be bottom dwellers. Right. That poor the poor ladies are kind of left with just either you're on there to hook up right. or that's it. And uh, what else do you do? So I met my wife in 2000, the year 2000, August of 2000. And we used, you know, MSN basically to, to communicate only because we had long distance issues. Um, and then we would see each other occasionally, like on the weekends. Um, and then we got married in 2005. And that was kind of like, I guess 2005 was probably like the peak, the pinnacle of like MySpace. But um, there wasn't like dating apps or anything like that. Like we, we kind of were one on one. Uh, we had we had sort of partnered off by that point, so I never really got the whole you left like, room for the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dating via um, social media, but you met your wife in like two thousand five or six or seven, right? Uh, we met in two thousand nine. Nine. <clears throat> oh my goodness. Okay, so you were yeah. well into like even the Facebook era when you met your wife. Yeah. So I actually kind of Facebook stalked my wife. Sort of. Well, I met her randomly. Kind of crazy. We were on tour with Hanson. Right. And Mbop. Um, Mbop. Yeah. yeah. In 2009. And my wife's best friend is a huge Hanson fan. And uh, she came up to the merch table and our drummer, Joe, kind of kicked me. He was kind of like, hey, you know, there's a girl looking at you and she's walking right towards the table. And I was kind of like, no, <laughs> this girl's out of my league. And... Um, uh, that's how it always you know, starts could, though like you always meet your wife after you think nah she's sad in my league 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then she, then she's nice to you, and you're like, "Whoa, do I have a shot here?" <laughs> yeah, she was nice to me, and I was like, well, "You definitely don't go to shows because there is a particular type of girl that goes to shows. It's just you just aren't nice. You aren't nice to band guys. You're just kind of like you kind of play hard to get. I don't know why, but it. But anyway, you know, you and I know we've been backstage enough to kind of know there's a type of. Sure. girl they're just kind of rough around the edges a well little bit. i mean there's a girl that behaves a certain way because that's what band guys have come to understand and expect from them and that's there's an exchange going on i wouldn't just say that a type of girl shows up i would say a type of girl shows up and behaves exactly as as she's expected to behave I'm not, by the guys yeah, in the band yeah i'm not saying that like she hasn't been sort of coerced through the way that band guys are lame. Right. Um, right. I, I'm saying just you can tell when a girl's like, oh, she doesn't go to shows all the time. She's just sort of a normal person. Right. She just and, she showed up here randomly. Yeah. yeah. And so I kind of was sort of pretty cowardly in how I started texting her. I kind of pretended like I was our merch girl. Wait, how'd you get her number? I got her number. Well, this is funny. She she bought a record and then went back down to the bottom. It was in the House of Blues in Orlando. Oh, I know that one. Yeah, I played there. It's a two-story venue. Right. They always throw the opening bands on the top and the like back corner. So yeah. I follow her back down to the bottom half where she's with her friend, and I kind of walk past her and go to the bar on the bottom side, and I kind of check my pants. I'm like, oh, crap, it on my wallet. <laughs> and I kind of look back to see if she was standing there and saw me kind of follow her, and I turn to the left, and she's standing right there. And she's like, are you following me? <laughs> I'm like, oh, uh, maybe. So I just threw the maybe out there. No I, I'm way! Like, I don't want to say yes. I don't want to say no. So I thought maybe it might work. So we talked for a while. And then her best friend was just singing every Hanson song. So I was like, okay, maybe I'll win some points by being nice to her friend. So I invited her best friend and her backstage to kind of hang out and watch the show. Ah, uh, nice move. Smooth. And... But that is funny because my wife was drinking a lot that night. Probably the most I've seen her drink since we've been married. Wow. So it was just an odd night. Everything was a little bit off. But I got her number. And then a couple of days later, I texted her. And the rest is history. It started just She would just write back. And she was very kind of intentional about right. responding. And it wasn't like. She wasn't trying to play any games with you. No, not at all. And She's I, just and, like, what up? Here's what's going on. Yeah, and yeah. I was just like, wow, this is the first time I've ever met a girl who was just... I, I've always found that I would kind of pour myself out there and then girls would kind of either A, be like, whoa, guy can verbally process his emotions. That's weird. Not used to that. Right. Or it's too much, too intense. So then so then you're on the road and you're texting. So you you would say yeah. the kind of the foundation, you know, you had the initial... Meet took up. me a week to call her. We texted for about you a week. You texted for and a bunch, and then her. so you kind of eased in with casual, two-dimensional communication back and forth. And then yes. you called her. And what was that like when you called her the first time? Uh, the first time I called her, I mean, I remember it being kind of, we were slowly going towards the West Coast, so she was, she had to work in the morning. She was in Florida, so she was teaching. So I wasn't super aware of the fact that she had to get up in the morning. Um, so you just chatted her ear off? I chatted her ear off. <laughs> it, that was right at the end of like, I think iPhone 3GS just came out. So oh, it was yeah. kind of before all the apps started really blowing up on the scene. So yeah, even me, I kind of caught the tail end, like texting, but we, we're sure. still phone calls, you know? I don't well, know. Do people use... call each other anymore? I don't know. We'll ask, we'll ask uh, Liz and Lacey when they're on if people call each other anymore. 
I'm sure they don't. I mean, at least casual, like if they're casually meeting each other, I'm sure they don't. I mean, that's something like even you, you know, took a week to call your. Yeah, it takes a while. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard. I mean, I don't know. Back in the day, I remember just calling, I remember just calling people all the time. Just like calling you know, random back... neighbors up I mean, like, Hey, what's up? Yeah. You want to do stuff? I remember just in junior high getting on the phone and sitting there for hours so the hot plastic was on my face <laughs> just holding that phone talking to girls till <laughs> just like what's up know, girl talking on the phone has never been hard for me but i think that's a big part of how people connect long distance and um it's funny because now i bet i bet when you go when you go out of town you probably don't talk to your wife at all no nah, not really i mean we facetime <laughs> but even we sometimes FaceTime a little bit but yeah, it's like even so it's, 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 it's to see the kids really and then yeah we see each other but like when we're facetiming like the kids are in bed like we just kind of look at each other <laughs> Yeah. We don't we don't say much. Like there's at this point in the game, there's not much like uh, after she's filled me in on her day or maybe something dramatic that happened, we just kind of know. And that's the beauty of FaceTime is that you can just look at the person that you love and they can you can feel a connection and you don't actually have to say anything. I remember when we first started out, I mean, we would just talk for hours. And uh, cuz you're still getting to know each other. And now it's just uh, you know, look for 5 minutes. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think that the hardest part about relationships at this point in the game is to get that intensity. So in the beginning, you know, you have that intensity, you're texting, you're calling, you're talking all night long, and then you get to a point where you're comfortable. And now it's kind of like you have to sort of manufacture dates and ways to get creative, to connect and get that intentional kind of, you know, those googly feelings down in your gut again. Well, you got to do, you got to both make a Tinder profile and then you got to swipe each other. (laughs) And then like and and then like play the role of like just meeting each other over Tinder. Have a cheap one night stand with your wife through, through Tinder. Go to go find some rickety motel in Seattle. Like meet up, pretend you don't know each other. Some people do that kind of thing, and uh, yeah, I, 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 was, I was never really into role play stuff myself. <laughs> <laughs> wow, TMI. Well, I, think this, I, mean, uh, this I said I wasn't. Gonna, no, I, I mean, some no, people are, but. No, I'm sure. I, 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 I do me. Last story. Her being at a dinner party, some kind of new friends, someone said something and they were passing around the food and then someone said something about, oh, I cooked that in coconut oil. And, mm-hmm. and one of the girls across the, one of the girls from across the table goes, coconut oil is amazing. I cook it with everything and it makes fantastic lube. <laughs> and the whole table's like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the second... <laughs> that's the second time i've heard about uh coconut oil being used as lube today today oh today man. yeah was, so yeah, my, there you go. The, my, my buddy hosting the party was like no we will not talk about lube at my house at my dinner party <laughs> shut up it was funny so uh that's yeah great. coconut oil is where it's at uh <laughs> Apparently, we don't know what we're talking about. We're going to get some girls on here that do know what they're talking about, and we're going to see where this conversation goes. It'll probably go all over the map. I know we started talking about technology and social media, but I'm sure there's a lot more trolls in uh, in our friends' lives who aren't uh, locked down with a spouse. So we're going to hear about that. I'll go get Liz and Lacey and uh, get them set up, and then I'll call you back. All right, cool.
Hey Trollsters, Matt here. We had a huge, sprawling conversation with Liz and Lacey, as well as Nate's friend Tyler, on relationships, singlehood, and modern dating culture, and uh, we couldn't fit it all into one podcast. So we've had to cut out a bunch, including Tyler's interview, which I think is really interesting. He's a guy who's been single for 10 years. And we're going to add that hour-long interview as a bonus episode on our Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash don't feed the trolls or trollspodcast.com and click donate you can become a patron and get all of our bonus content our troll talk episodes as well as extra interview stuff like the ones from this topic that's patreon.com slash don't feed the trolls so without further ado here is liz and Lacey. welcome to the podcast my good friend liz her good friend Lacey. um this is uh, the first time we've had girls Two girls at the same time. <laughs> That's because girls run the world. On the yeah. podcast. Who runs Way the world? Go, on Way the podcast. Yeah. I know. I'm the already future making, is female. I'm already Ooh. making off-color jokes. Um, but uh, but the, we're, we're excited about this. I have you guys in studio, literally in my garage right now, which is different than we normally do. So you have um, two girls in your garage right now. Two girls in my garage right now. I don't know what the metaphor is. I'm not, I'm not hip to that. Is that, is that a dirty joke? I don't, I don't know. know. I just tried to make it a dirty joke, I think. <laughs> so we wanted to talk about like sing, single issues. Oh, uh, cheers. Yeah. Yeah. You can. So they're both drinking um, some terrible. Uh, Let's call it rose. Rose. <laughs> call it what you want to call it's it. It's a wine that someone put red dye in it. Yeah. Looks like. <laughs> I'm drinking a La Croix because dry January. Mm. So cheers to you. Cheers. Ladies. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe starting with one of you, uh, tell me what your last date was. Oh, God. So I went, um, I got set up with somebody that, he was a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, my through friend, a friend. Through a friend. Okay. Yeah. She was like. Is that how it happens mostly? Through friends? I, I mean, I feel like I'm more of a through friends dater rather than an online dater. Okay. I'm, I'm terrible at online dating. Is that like a policy <laughs> thing or you just feel like it's more, you're more successful with I feel it? like um, it's. I don't know, more successful when it's, I've been on a few online dates and mm-hmm. I feel like when I meet them in person, I'm like, holy crap, you had a ghostwriter. <laughs> <laughs> and by online, do you mean like apps? Or yeah, yeah, like apps. Like Tinder and stuff? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you have to spell this out for Nate and I because we're like years out of the game. So, uh, so you meet somebody through a friend, a friend says, hey, meet this person. Yeah. 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 So she, my friend said, hey, this guy is like pretty funny. Like he, you know. He, he's a good guy like you should totally meet him she had just met him um i think she'd only met him like twice before and i was like okay cool so we went out for drinks um well actually i should back up here um she was like yeah you should check him out on facebook and you know like see if he would be somebody you're interested in right so of course <laughs> i go to check you him out on him. facebook yeah you got to you know just <laughs> so you do like the pre-date facebook check right just to make sure that there's nothing crazy to. a normal person would but i accidentally tagged myself in one of his photos oh are you serious <laughs> yeah so it was like already super awkward from the get-go <laughs> you didn't try to explain that to him <laughs> well actually the funny part was i didn't really realize i had done it for a full day and then i um oh, fun. went to go show my friend what he looked like and i was like Oh shit! <laughs> I'm tagged in his photo. <laughs> How did I'm that happen? Tagged in his photo. Yeah, so we ended up. I ended up sending a message, and I'm like, "Sorry, I'm not a creep. Um, 
or I guess I should work on my creep skills. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so we kind of went, um, and he gave me his number. We started texting. We went out for a drink, and it was just in person, not great. Wow. <laughs> he just, just didn't vibe. Yeah, didn't vibe. He's a nice guy, very nice guy, but right. just. Um, but do you think that like that's like your? I mean, I'm just thinking about first impressions, because so much. Uh, communication happens online or in this like two-dimensional realm do you think people can like really truly be themselves or that you, that you're really giving them a fair shake on the first in the first i don't know moments? like I think... before you meet them or well know, liz you said like that you're not like you're really yourself on first dates often i'm not myself at all <laughs> yeah liz why? is one of the funniest people i've no, ever I met know. in like, my life super fun, so when she super says that down, it blows my mind super chill person i can't even imagine you being uncomfortable I am horrible in a one-on-one situation. So I go in there knowing I'm going to fa- I'm setting myself up for failure cuz I'm horrible at one-on-one. Which, so I'm just like trying to figure out how can I just date in groups and it's impossible when you're <laughs> 32. Yeah. Which I don't see for her at all. Like she's got the best personality, so I'm like how is that possible that you could ever be you know, bad at one-on-one dating. So, well, that's because she's by herself and nobody knows her. There's no touchstone. Who yeah. am but I? But I think everybody, yeah. I think everybody needs a little bit to kind of warm up and become themselves, right? Sure. That's kind of normal. Yeah. I mean, who is like on their game on the first date, really? It's almost like a bunch of mail order brides. Like that's what <laughs> it is now. Like you just you pick people out of a lineup and then you have to like communicate with them and it's like really shoddy communication. You don't really know who they are. And then you meet them and there's this weird built-up expectation and you're trying to perform, you know, in a way that like I was typing this way, and so I, I need to be clever, and then it's just, like, awkward. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then you also have to, like, catch yourself and not say anything that you don't actually know, because right. you've figured it out through stalking them <laughs> <Right>. online. <laughs> so that's, like, another huge yeah. thing. It's like, oh, oh, how's your aunt doing? Yeah. yeah. I saw she posted I saw you went to under... Paris last yeah. year. Yeah. Cool. How was the trip? Oh, oh I know you, yeah. <laughs> you like to write Yelp reviews. <laughs> that's funny. So everybody, because everybody has a profile, I'm just, like, freestyling here. Uh, people tend to know me because if they're fans of my band, they they maybe follow me online and then they'll know things about me and I won't know anything about them. And that's weird. That's called a parasocial relationship. Right. And it happens. Like people will know things about my kids and their names and how old they are. And, and I don't know anything about these people. And But it's almost that way for everyone now. Like yeah. people know you from online. Like everybody has a profile. They have a public image. And people know you and can find out about you and you don't know them at mm-hmm, all. Mm-hmm. And so you have to kind of pretend and keep that secret. Like, oh, I yeah. don't really, I, don't, I didn't check you out. I'm not interested. <laughs> or tag yourself in their photos, you know? <laughs> tag their, geez, Try so, climbing out of that one. <laughs> so you did, this, you did this date. You went out to yeah. dinner or eat or what? Yeah, we went to get drinks at and a bar. How, like, how does that work? How does it, like... So we met up there, and it's super awkward, you know, because you it's like, what if they, like, what if these Facebook po- photos were, like, older? Like, and I'm like, oh, this is what you look like now? <laughs> but, it, I mean, th- thankfully, he looked like his photos. He but, did um, look like his photos, okay. Yeah. That's very key. <laughs> yeah. But you definitely go don't. through that, walking through the door, you're like, am I gonna recognize them? <laughs> Man, you really looked good your junior year of high school. I don't know. <laughs> Killing it in that yearbook photo. Dude, I, I, I seriously... <laughs> look nothing like I used to. So I can imagine it. I mean, it must be hard for some people who've changed a lot. Yeah. Chrissy looks pretty identical, so, I think. How but. many How many different apps? I'm, I'm curious. How many different apps are there that are like, what are the top three or four apps that people use? And are there any differences in them? The top three and, apps are probably uh, Scruff. 
Grinder. Grinder. <laughs> yeah. Coffee meets bagel. <laughs> that's a real one. No way. Yeah, that's a real thing. Coffee oh meets bagel. Goodness. Coffee meets bagel. There's Raya, which is only for what do you have celebrities. Your, Liz, what do you have on your phone right now? On my phone, I have Tender, which I never use unless I'm in Mexico with Lacey and she reactivates <laughs> she it. She killed oh, it killed in it. Mexico. She got, like, in Mexico. she got like 60 matches. <laughs> We woke we're up and we were just scrolling. Do you think they're going for citizenship or are they? That's I mean, I don't want to like sure. downplay your appeal in Mexico. It was full on, like these men just wanted to take Liz out for oh, I mean, so for many margaritas nice, yeah, and nice chips. Fine margarita. So many margs. <laughs> just top shelf margs. Well, yeah. I mean, if you can drink for free in Mexico, that's pretty nice. Can't everyone drink for free in Mexico? (laughs) All inclusive. Right? The whole country is. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so you meet this guy at a bar. Oh, yeah. We're going Mm -hmm. back to Lacey's story. Yep. Mm -hmm. And it's awkward. It's just awkward because, uh, I mean, he's nice. I I want to say that he's not a nice guy. I just, we weren't vibing on anything. And he's like a total party guy. And I am not, like, I'll go out and have drinks, but I'm not trying to, like, stay out till 5 o'clock in the morning and then, you know do a 24-hour champagne diet or anything. Right. <laughs> right. So we he's just, it was just obvious that he was much more on the party path than the like, hey, I'm trying to buy a house path. <laughs> do you find, and was he similar age to you? <laughs> yeah. Now, do you find guys are perpetually sort of uh, arrested development uh, who are similar age to you? <laughs> like are people who are single, who are male, who are your age, are they generally of the same maturity level as you are? I mean, I, I don't know. I think so. I would guess. Okay, I, so I'm not. I'm trying yes. to paint a stereotype. Yeah. I'm trying yeah, to yeah. paint a stereotype yeah. of like dudes that don't want to grow up want to be Peter Pan. And, oh yeah, and, yeah. Uh, no, I don't. That doesn't happen as as much. I don't think so. Not in your experience. Not in my experience. Okay. I'm sure that does happen, but okay. Anyone I've dated when they're in their 40s has hmm. that. Ah, oh. they're the Peter Pans. Yes. So they. Oh, oh yeah. I don't. I don't know how old you you ladies are. I am 32. And Dope. thriving. Yeah. 32 and thriving. <laughs> and I am 35. Hell and yeah. Thriving. Okay. Getting better. Hey, that's like me and Nate. Nate's 35 so and an, I'm 33. So. so we have a 1981. Yep. Nailed Nate's it. Nate's 36, actually. And an 84. Yep. Wow, you're Look good at math. math. Wow. Ooh. You were single, Nate. <laughs> Swipe right. Yeah. Are you Swipe good at math? Swipe double tapped it. <laughs> oh my God, Lacey, he's so good at math. Swipe him. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I was born in 80, so I'm not too far. It's just, it's different. You know, if you're 27 versus you're 35, it's a big difference, I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. Right. In terms Definitely. of most of the time, men are kind of around 35, they're kind of starting to settle down. Starting to think about marriage and things. You know, in my 20s, it's like I was going out all the time. So right. it's like you're always meeting yeah. new people in your 20s. At 35, like going to work at 6 o'clock in the morning, like I'm not trying to be out till, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that you also. Start to value your yeah, sleep more. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So. so we got to the end of that story. Uh, yeah. It's kind of a party guy. It just didn't work out. Yep. Distant vibe. And, and it was funny because uh, we had been texting for like two weeks before we finally like went out on a date. Yeah. And then when we had the date and then he was like, oh, like we should go out again. And I was like, oh, yeah, totally. And then after that, n- n- like mm. crickets from mm-hmm. both ends. Like I didn't text him or t- call him. Same. And that does it, <laughs> that just happens. I think people just assume. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's over. Like, yeah. No hard feelings. No like, hard just, feelings. Like we, we met and that's fine. Yeah. Just yeah. wasn't a good match. Yeah. But it ends via text, not a phone call. 
<laughs> Listen, Definitely I met you once. No phone call. I'm gonna yeah. let you down now. <laughs> new no, new number. Who dis? Yeah. I want to do new number. Who dat? Who dat? But Lacey does tag herself in everyone's photos now that you're interested in. <laughs> yeah, it works. I'm just gonna start doing it. Like yeah. it's gonna be a thing. <laughs> Why not? So when do the like phone calls enter into the equation? Because I was Matt and I were riffing before this, and we were kind of talking about how. We came from the phone call generation. You called the girl you liked and you talked for a while. Does that happen anymore? Is it just all text? I've been online dating for like four years, and I would say I've never had a phone call with any guy. Are you serious? Yeah. When's the last time you had a boyfriend? Like actual boyfriend? Like a couple? Four years ago. So four years ago, and you talked on the phone with him, right? Yes. Okay. All day, every day, because it's long distance. (laughs) (laughs) What are the What are some of the biggest hangups you find with? men in general at when it comes to dating like what do men consistently do or say that kind of bugs you or bothers you oh i don't know men uh we women (laughs) and men text very differently yeah men text differently than women not a lot of emojis not a lot Uh, of exclamation maybe emojis but the responses are very different and right shorter you don't know how to read into that they're not we're looking for answers they're not looking for answers right they're so, maybe just looking to like. It's like sub. make a plan. K. Yeah, there's like, K. K. Four four thirty question mark. Right. Yeah. Coup. <laughs> yeah. Where do you want to meet? Like, what is so that for every mean? three like, three wear? texts you send, they send one. Right. <laughs> and, and we would probably only send one, but we would like to send three more. <laughs> right. And then overanalyze it with your friends. Exactly. Screenshot it. Should oh. I respond? Should I not respond? What does this mean? He hates oh. me. Right. <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> and all the communication is done via text. So, dang. Okay. So, do, does either of you, do you want to be single? Because that's a good question. Because there is some sort of like, I think people assume that people want to be in a relationship or want to be married, but I think a lot of people just want to be single. Do you want to be? No. <laughs> <laughs> a short answer. <laughs> I no. mean, I would, yeah, I mean, I would rather be dating somebody or with somebody, but. I mean, if that doesn't happen. I'm not going to date someone just, just to, to date, date someone. Right, right. That's smart. Yeah. You're wise for that. Oh, thanks, I, Matt. There are, uh, <laughs> your wisdom is shining through. It's true. There, I, I mean, because there are societal pressures. I mean, I grew up in a world where, you know, in the super religious world where, like, they wouldn't hire somebody at a church if they were single. Like, especially a dude. Because it was, like, seen as creepy or weird. But I feel like as humans progress... Uh, people are more open to that as being like a normal thing. It's not like we need to partner off and procreate. Like right. there's enough people around. Mm-hmm. So do you feel, I guess the question is, do you feel that um, that society is puts pressure on you to like couple up? I think only when you get that RSVP to a wedding and you're like, dang it, <laughs> again. Gosh, I guess <laughs> I'll... <laughs> yeah, why, why do you have to go to the, a wedding with somebody? You always want to go alone because then you can maybe meet the one other single guy that's <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, partner off at the table maybe. because you're, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, but it seems like it's always a problem with people having to go to a wedding and they have to find a date. Yeah, like, I have to find a date to the wedding. It's like, well, why, why wouldn't you want to go? Yeah. You would kind of want all the single people to go to the wedding, right? Yeah. That yeah. Like, Do you really want someone? your friend to spend another seventy-five dollars on somebody you don't really know? <laughs> yeah, well, I yeah. think it's like yeah, weddings, holiday parties are right. a huge deal. <laughs> birthday parties. Right. 
there's always that one friend who's always trying to set you up with somebody. What about those people? That, you know, the Matt and Christie's of the world, like, you should go out with my friend. Do, I don't, do, Christy does that more. <laughs> and I'm like, this never works. And I'm it always cracks me up because it's like somebody that is just because they're single, they're like, you are going to love them. Well, why? Would you date them? No. Well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why would I? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. You're going to love them. Yeah. You're going to love this guy. He's ambidextrous. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, he okay. has it. He has a job a, and hair. He has right? opposable Ooh. thumbs. Oh, sign me up. Yeah. I mean, sign at this me point, up. I would try him. <laughs> I have one friend that loves matchmaking. And because of that, I've actually gone on a date with someone from Craigslist. What? Because she found him on the roommate wanted section. <laughs> and what? thought no we would be a great match. So she was looking for a roommate or? She was just like was... cruising the apartment rentals in Fremont. Right. And Seeing what's out there. Yeah. She you never likes know. to do Apartment it. wise. And then boom. A and dude. she just saw this guy who needed a roommate. He like had a bunch of photos, listened to a bunch of stuff about him. Like looked like a total dating profile. And she emailed me like, I found your husband on Craigslist. This is not a joke. And I was like, uh, you can give him my Instagram account and my email. Okay. And so then she emailed him being like. So she's putting this whole thing together. The whole thing together. She wow. does this all the time. Brilliant. First Craigslist one, though. And then she emails him being like, I'm not looking for a roommate, but I think you and my friend would be really good together. Based off your Craigslist ad yeah. for a roommate wanted. And so then he emails me and we chat and we actually went on like four dates. No way. And we're still no. friends to this day. That is very successful. Yeah. Now, if I didn't know you better, I would say that would be that's really surprising. But you tend to make friends quickly with people and yeah. you yeah. tend to be be friends with all of your ex-boyfriends which yeah, i think is really weird that's but because you, she's so sweet yeah, yeah but she's like i don't you know oh, yeah. <laughs> she's like we can still be friends and she is you're legitimately friends with like a lot of your we hung out like two weeks ago <laughs> and he's in your phone as craigslist he's in my phone as his actual name but all my friends call him Craigslist. Yeah, they call him Craigslist? Yeah. And he's like oh, a nice guy? He's a great guy. Oh, it's great. Craigslist. Craigslist. Yeah. <laughs> We're buddies. Craigslist. Yeah. yeah. We used to, we actually ended up working at the same <laughs> Seattle-based large company. You can't talk about it. And we would enter chat all the time and like get lunch. That's so <laughs> did you, awesome. Yeah. And did you guys see it, that documentary that guy went around the world on just via Craigslist? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was like couch surfing and stuff? <laughs> yeah. He just yeah. like found his way around the world just through Craigslist. So I Craigslist is, really can something. be amazing, but yeah, it sounds like your friend started like a wannabe well, e-harmony site. I should be like at the bar being like, do you, would you care if I just gave your number to this random guy? And I'm like, well, I don't care. <laughs> at this point. At this point. At I got nothing to lose, right? That's right. That's right. You so never it doesn't, know. it doesn't offend you when people play matchmaker then. It doesn't make you like some people hate that. And so it sounds like you're okay with that. I'm okay with it. I'll hate, try it. What I hate is when people play matchmaker because it's almost like the misery loves company thing like i'm tied down so i want you to be tied down thing i mean because that happens too where yeah. where everyone's like oh it's great you need to you need to have a spouse or a, like a steady boyfriend because it's great but then it's it's really not yeah and it's, it's out of like a sense of jealousy like they want like i'm i'm i am jealous of you for certain things like <laughs> i'm jealous of your freedom i really am like i 
I love my life. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't trade it for the world, but like there's certain things I had to sacrifice and give up to have what I have. Right. And you have some really cool things going on for you. I slept <laughs> sideways on my bed last night. See? It's pretty awesome. Not a chance in hell yeah. I could get away with that <laughs> in my life. No, that's true. There is, there is like, you can just pick up and go if you want to go places or yeah. travel or all kinds of things. And when, when the day comes, when you, when you find that perfect Tinder date and he takes that away <laughs> from Craigslist you, date. you're going to, you're going to resent him. Mm-hmm. Grass is always greener. Yeah. <laughs> what are some things? What are some things you see about married people that you don't like? That I don't like. Yeah. Like, what are some things like? Like, I don't want to get in a relationship and end up like them or that. Uh, I think the a few things that well, something I've seen or is just like, oh well, I guess I can't meet up for dinner because I have to go home and make him dinner. It's like, what? You have a life too. Like, you have to ask permission to do stuff. Yeah. Well, so. I mean that, and that that is a BS um, excuse, especially when they don't have kids. Yeah. So when, when when couples start treating each other like they're the kids, like I have to go change his diaper. Right. Like no, right. he can yeah. handle it. Like it's like sort of the codependent thing. Yeah. I couldn't stand yeah, that. Yeah, that's something I. Christy and I dated for seven years and didn't have that, and we're very strong to not have that. We're like we're going out with friends. Seven years. Sorry, we didn't date for seven years. We were married. I, I feel like oh, it was my oh. single. <laughs> I feel like I, I, I think I, I was at your wedding like ten years ago. <laughs> I refer to it as like our single years because it felt like we were single. Like we lived together and we were married, but like we had freedom to like go do whatever we wanted. And then we had kids, and that changed dramatically. <laughs> but that's the thing I can't yeah. stand either. When when couples get together and they get all snobby and rub it in your face about how you need to find somebody and then they're like completely codependent and have no life. Yeah. That's, that's just, pathetic. It's important to me to have my own life and own Damn. things. That's, yeah. So much wisdom. So what happens if you're into a guy and he's not digging it? <laughs> how, how do guys go about sort of communicating that they just they just don't disappear <laughs> they just yeah. disappear yeah it's like ghost out ghosting yeah i would just wouldn't yeah i've heard rather... about ghosting talk about ghosting a little yeah, bit yeah i just feel there's like there's a new one called zombie yeah new zombieing. <laughs> i just feel like back to ghosting yeah sorry i just sorry. feel like um it's just way easier for someone to be honest and be like hey i'm just not feeling this mm-hmm. but i feel like with guys they're just more like oh i don't want to hurt her feelings so i'm just not going to say anything at all that's a coward's when, move when that mm-hmm. is just way worse right. i think than just saying hey i'm not into it like yeah guys if what? you're listening to this just text her and say not into you not into <laughs> yeah. it not into you that's and what i would not into it because then like as a girl liz and i both earlier talked about how we're over analyzers right. so we'll think about like oh maybe i should have sent him this text yeah. maybe i should have Ask him this a guy is like basically synapses fire. It's not like he's put much thought into what right. he's saying. I don't mean to overgeneralize or stereotype guys or anything, but generally speaking, they're not putting a lot of thought into the communication aspect of right. it. And also, I think just in the in this age, there is no accountability to speak to someone to their face if you don't have to. Why would you have that awkward conversation if you and don't have to? It's now? like if you've already hung out with this person a few times and you already know that their phone has not left their hand the you know a few times that you've hung out with them right. like I, you have no reason not to text me and be like not into it right. sad face emoji right. <laughs> we all do that just we insert my name yeah. yeah like you have your phone you but isn't that it. funny though about us as humans is like we have our friends and they have like our close friends and we treat our phone with those friendships as if like like there's the people we text 25 minutes later and then people <laughs> we text right away and the people we text next day 
Yeah. You know what I mean? We yeah. all have sort of this hierarchy of people in our contacts list. I don't have that, Nate. I, I text <laughs> as soon as I see it. To everybody? I don't believe that. I text. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. As soon as I'm done what I'm doing, oh, okay. I get back to that Well, text. that's because do you have your so read receipts random... on? They know you read it. <laughs> no, I don't have the read receipts. I have uh, I have do not disturb on though. So I oh, often like when I'm in the middle of something, I don't get it. And so people, I, I try to let yeah. let people know like I'm not always available, but I will get back to you when I have time. And I don't have a hierarchy, Nate. I, I resent that because sometimes I do get I back do. to you like the next day, <laughs> Nate. I and do it's too. not it's not because you're like you're like number one on my list. All right, Aww, so it's not because I you're not know. number one. That's sweet. <laughs> You know what is funny though is when you see someone that you you know you send a text message you of course overanalyze it mm-hmm. you know that they're not responding but then you see that they like something on Instagram yeah. and you're like oh, I know you're on your phone there is a subtle accountability it's not like the same as you know if you're in a room and you have to like communicate this like you know I'm gonna go home by myself tonight or you have to like have that awkward conversation right. where it's like this isn't working but you just in this era you just don't have to have that you just you can get away with not, and then now it's almost like a culture of <laughs> ghosting. What is zombieing, by the way? Okay, I want to so learn back about to zombieing. Yeah, yeah, back, back to, to zombieing. zombieing. So zombieing's when you have ghosted out on. So I've gone on like a couple dates with someone, and then they've just ghosted out on me. And then back. three months later, I get a random text like, "Hey, girl, what are you doing?" Back from the dead. Back, back from, from the, the dead. dead. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, That's "You just got zombied." You just got zombied. Is and it always at night? Most times, yeah. Oh, and you so, got to look at the time so all the time. It's so transparent. It's <laughs> yeah. like, I'm going to text that girl. I, I remember like I liked that girl, yeah. but then I got busy with this other girl. So yeah. that other girl's gone now, so I'm going to text that other girl. Right. But that's oh, the thing man. about men, too, is there is night text versus day text. Oh, there's, oh there's, yeah. There's a there's difference. There's night brain. Men turn on <laughs> in the middle of the night, and then they just start texting people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I know that to be true. So here, here's a question. When's the last time you went on a date that didn't involve any technology past 1985? Ooh. Like you met a guy and you talked to him at work or something, and then you, there was no cell phone oh, involved. Gosh, there was no Tinder or apps or online. This is why romance <laughs> movies are so romantic. Um, like you saw La La Land and you were like, oh my gosh, this is so romantic. Nobody. She <laughs> loves it. Nobody talked on the phone once. Yeah, yeah. Everybody true. had personal interactions. That's like, true. You know, the first interaction of the movie, they're driving by each other in the car, and he's like flipping her off or whatever. <laughs> yeah, so and great. then, and then, like she sees him, and he blows past her or whatever. And there's all these personal interactions, and then finally, it's like, do you want to go do this thing? And then he just shows a better work, and he's in person. Do you see the like, movie? Do you go do this thing, and which I loved. Yeah, yeah. You have a newborn baby. How are you going to the movies? <laughs> Bro, I got babysitters. Dang. Oh, this guy. Yeah. I got I got priorities. I have a lady I, I need to woo. Sitters. No, but seriously, I I, I, I'm, I'm curious. When's the last time, like, like, I, anybody? Well, I mean, obviously, I, Matt's off the table. I can't but. even remember that. I think mine would have been my ex boyfriend, and we met in the city of love, Las Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> oh no way! <laughs> yeah, Las and we just you know ran into each other in the club. You met in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Would you yeah. actually I got yeah, Turns story. that Rihanna song? The club But he up. was a but he's a British guy, right? He is British. Yeah, so he had an accent. He was unique. He wasn't from there. Yeah. How you met no and then you met in the club? <laughs> we met in the club. We found love in a hopeless place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we dated for like 3 years. Yeah, you guys dated but for a while. But there was definitely no technology 
before we met. Yeah, that's awesome. So but you then it was all based on technology after, after that because yeah. it was long distance. Yeah. yeah, and that was fun, right? That was great. See, I met my <laughs> wife. That was four years I met my ago. wife face to face in Orlando at a Hanson concert. And Ooh, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, he wasn't attending the concert. He was on the on the tour. But yeah. Oh, okay. That's what hey, they that all say. Sense. Don't yeah. think he's cooler than he is. No. <laughs> I heard that. So on I went to Hanson because too. I heard it was single ladies' night, and it <laughs> and it is. By the way, it was like the there was only women in the in the crowd, so it was Wait, a great is tour. Still to meet happening? Somebody. Can yeah. Lacey and I go to this? Uh, can we get tickets to that? No, show Hanson. Or? They do okay. They do okay. Ooh. They still do okay. Do they all still right. have the long hair? They did they have the long hair? I think they no. They all have short hair and tight jeans, and the ladies love it. So. Uh, I'm telling you, nice. I have never Taylor, seen. What? Whoa! Oh, yeah. I'd swipe right on that. Well, they're all yeah. Your, yeah, they're all in their mid thirties now, so they're just they're just aged well. You know what I mean? Are they married? Do you know? Yeah, they all have both <laughs> multiple children. There. I thought you were gonna say multiple wives. No, they're procreating very, <laughs> very, very well. They're doing fine. Wait, wait, wait. So you saw your wife in the crowd? Kind of. Yeah, she kind of walked up, and, and you're like, I "Hey, girl." Her. Uh, I got her number, yeah, but I kind of followed her back to where she was kind of hanging with her friend. Kind of, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, we kind of met in the age right before phones just kind of took over dating. Um, but we texted a lot, and then I called her after a week, but then that's it. Then we were just constantly calling. I wanted to talk to her on the phone. But I remember before that, I actually met a girl in Vegas uh, about a year and a half City bef- of love. before that. <laughs> yeah. And I tried to like try to date. I, she was in San Francisco, and my band was like writing on an album, and she just totally shut me down. Wouldn't write back. Wouldn't text back. Um, and I remember thinking, if Aww. you meet someone in Vegas, it's just kind of doomed from the start. And I didn't <laughs> like. like I'm so I mean? Nobody Liz wants that story, you know. So I'm telling you, Liz is a relationship magician. Somehow she can like salvage from the ashes of a failed <laughs> dating relationship a decent friendship, and somehow she can salvage from the ashes of Vegas a a, a pretty successful long term relationship. Yeah, that you London had. to Seattle. Yeah, there you go. Long term, long uh, distance. Yeah, it's those jokes. Where, yeah. where in England was <laughs> he from? Saw each other. Uh, Lon- he lived in London. Okay. In Putney. Putney. East Putney. There you go. And we mapped out the amount of time we spent to e- with each other was. Every weekend for an entire year. And that was over three years? Over two and a half years. Over two and a half years you spent as the equivalent of every weekend for an, mm-hmm. enti- an entire So he moved to Seattle, though. For... No. No, he traveled a lot, though. We just tra- he, he well, they get so much freaking time off. Yeah. And then all those air miles. Yeah. yeah. Not now. Miles. N- that was pre-Brexit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was when the pound was two for one. It was that's killing why she you. Made oh, a, yeah. yeah. That's why she made a Brexit from the relationship. <laughs> yeah, I made a total you Brexit. Saw it coming. Yeah. You saw that, that saw nationalism coming. coming. Long distance dating is just difficult. Yeah. Uh, I did it, and I, th- I thought it was nice, but I was a lot younger, so it worked. Guys, I, mean, I was a teenager. I dated like four people. And all long distance relationships until I met my wife. And even my wife, we were, we were long distance. So I huh. feel like long distance, you get to know someone so much faster. You do, yeah. Than you would if you were face to face every day. Yeah. Is that good or yeah, bad? Or like, is that a, yeah. I think it's a good thing. I think that's for a, a good while. thing. And or yeah, it it sort of clarifies the picture. It's like you don't have any distractions of kind of being in each other's presence. You can kind of just and, and the focus of 
calling them is to talk. And so you're forced to communicate, which is really good for guys, I think, to be forced to do <laughs> yeah, because otherwise. I, I will say, I think that there's uh, maybe for guys now, like there's not a lot of effort put in on dates. They're just mm-hmm. like text you, meet you here. Or whatever. Sure. And so when you're in long distance, mm-hmm. I can see that putting in the effort really shows that you want that relationship to work. Sure. So, yeah, hmm. I think that nowadays, sometimes when it's easier for them to text and say, meet me at the movie at 4.30 or whatever, you don't feel like you, it's being made special, like right, a date. Right. It's just like a, you know, casual hangout. Damn. So maybe what, that's so, why online dating's not working for me. Well, yeah. what's the So what's the thing you hate most about modern dating culture like if you could change one thing is it the dudes or is it the kind of the culture or the i think the culture is rough i think there's too many options Mm. so you're on this date with someone so you're both on this first date but you know within your pocket or your handbag there's like 50 other people you could be dating (laughs) within a mile radius of you yeah. Yeah. So then it gets you like overanalyzing everything anyone's saying, and you're right. not really giving anyone a chance. Right. Right. Because you're like, if this if this kind of takes a negative turn, then it's so easy for you to just go, I'm out. I check out. Whatever. There's more. Right. There's more right. options. Right. As opposed to like, if you you know, if there weren't the options, you would maybe have a little bit more grace for like that awkward period in the beginning. Or maybe if he said something a little douchey because he was nervous, <laughs> you know, you would like forgive those things a little bit yeah. and be like, and get the kind of peel the onion back a little bit and maybe I had a question <laughs> to cut in here um, don't make it too hard <laughs> that's what she said what? cheers, cheers. <laughs> now I forgot my question well, <laughs> on to the next one <laughs> there it is so my last question Nate maybe it fired your question was what's the thing you hate the most oh. Liz said the options, the fact that there's just so many options for like casual dates. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I I agree because I feel like if you don't, if you know you're on one of these um, apps and you don't respond to a message right away, there it's just like the stars have to align with this uh, timing of the messages. And if you don't respond right away, they're on to the next one. You're like, hey, but. Oh. Oh, oh. And a lot of the apps now have like a 24 hour window. Yeah. So you have to respond, like you will match with this person and you have to respond within 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then they have to respond within 24 hours and or it just disappears. I you can't know, even the, imagine. The old trying to play it cool, like, oh, I saw the message, but right. I'm going to, you know, wait a day, yeah. two days. Can't do that anymore. Can't do that anymore because right. they're gone. <laughs> oh. People make the apps force you, they want you to be to be constantly looking at it and checking it, yeah. like their ad revenue and whatever. But and nobody got time Interesting. For that, right? No. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing, this whole like, I'm I'm stuck to my phone because of Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and whatever. I can't imagine also being stuck to my phone because I want to go on a date with somebody and I don't know if I might miss somebody. Maybe right. it's the one. Maybe like the perfect girl like messages me and then like I slept through it. <laughs> Your 24 like, hour period. So you <laughs> no! Yeah. So like it's this fear of like I kind of have to be available. To make sure that I'm, like, there for, like, maybe the one... So that's an interesting yeah. phenomenon because it's, like, back in the day, people sort of just, they didn't have as many options. There was maybe a few people in your town. You met them. You dated. You kind of worked through the differences. And have you seen that SNL skit, Me Harmony, when... <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, so... So good. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you can find your perfect match that's basically just the identical version of yourself. If those listening who haven't seen the skit, it's basically just this 
they took the guy and they basically put a wig on him and it looks just like him. Um, <laughs> and, and they, and they make, make, make fun of it. So back in the day, I think people made relationships work. They kind of just made them work. Mm-hmm. Or they were more novel. Like the idea that you would like even talk to a girl was yeah. like so profound. You wouldn't even have a um, cell phone back in the day, right. right? So you'd have to like call a house phone and leave mm-hmm. a message on the answering machine, well, that, possibly at someone's like parents' memorize house. Memorize the number. Like, yeah, and even, memorize the number. <laughs> there were yeah. There's a high bar for entry to have a relationship with the opposite sex, or and even a higher one to have one with the same sex. <laughs> but uh, but there was like a super high bar for entry. Like if it was like the Wild West or something, we were settling Nevada. In the city of love, Las Vegas. (laughs) And I would have to go to, like, someone's parents' house and, like, ask the dad if I could take the daughter somewhere. So there's this huge risk, high cost of me putting myself Mm -hmm, out there to get a date. And at that point, I don't think you really start questioning, is this person right for me? You're just stoked that a girl is on a date with you. And yeah. the dad said, yeah. yeah. You know? yeah. Like, there's just so well, much. I was going to say, it seems these days, if it was in my situation, the first sign of struggle, you'd give up, right? Because as soon as, oh, yeah. as, soon as, something, Absolutely. As, soon as something gets a little bit difficult, it's like, ah, there's going to be another girl. Right. She's coming around there's the no bed. There's no reason you know? to struggle through But it. in yeah. all the classic movies, the girl slaps the guy and then they start kissing. <laughs> Which is they horrible. Are, they <laughs> are. Yeah, clearly he has no consent. Right. Yeah. But uh, but if you looked at it through like rose colored glasses, you could say they got they overcame that struggle. <laughs> <laughs> they were willing to give it another chance. <laughs> oh man. So what about your parents? How do parents fit into all this? Because I know they could be the biggest trolls of. You know what I mean? You go home and mom's yeah. mm-hmm. ready to ask you those questions. <laughs> Have you met any nice boys? Or you. <laughs> what do the parents say that just make it worse or better? My, I think my parents have been really cool. They don't really, they don't put the pressure on. I have two older brothers. They're both married. So like if you were like the last hope for grandkids, they would maybe put some on you. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they didn't have already grandkids, there might be a little like, so what's up? <laughs> but they're, um, yeah, there's. They they never ask, so I appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like I'm. So your mom's not trying to set you up on dates or anything. No, thank God. Mothers love, <laughs> no. to, do that. love to do that. Unless it's Ryan Gosling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then <please. laughs> yeah. And then I met a boy. His name's Brian. Oh no, it was Zac Efron. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> that is your man, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Heart, heart uh, <laughs> do you think that the technology has made it worse? Like guys are just more sex oriented. <laughs> just all physical it's kind of more of a yeah, physical thing how many thing. like dick pics do you get sent okay. <laughs> let's get down to the we got a funny tax. story about that Liz um, take the I show. do have a Tinder account but I don't use it only okay. when I, when she lets me use it when we're in Mexico yeah. <laughs> We, I use it for jokes, basically. And then I used it at a bachelorette party once. Yes. And I was, I was like, there. we didn't get you a stripper, but we can use my Tinder account <laughs> and get some dick pics. <laughs> and it took maybe a all minute. Of four yeah. seconds. All yeah. of a minute. Yeah. And this guy was like, I'm married, but me and my wife, we're looking for someone. And then, boom. No way. Yeah. What is it that makes a guy think that that's what girls want to see? Oh, we definitely don't. When no. there's like your Chesterfield in the background, you still have your Nikes on. He has on. Nikes on. He, this guy. It was what? bad. <laughs> it's just so like. And no, yeah. I never want. I don't even want to see it in the most beautiful of settings. 
No, I don't think it's ever like that's like something. <laughs> he didn't even bother to put a filter on it. Like, yeah. that, you know? That's not <laughs> even. I wouldn't even it. do that to my wife, and no. she might like. I, I, she might like it, but I. I mean, you're. I'm pretty sure she wouldn't. That's though. gonna be a she'd happy be, Valentine's like, Day present for that's her. That's rude. She'd be like, "I'd like to see your eyes, please." I'm up here. Um, eyes up here. <laughs> At least warn her that it's coming. A, a good level-headed guy is going to be afraid if a girl likes an, a naked male body. I think. <laughs> Guys, just know that if you're sending a dick pic unsolicited, yeah. it's going to all of our friends. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. So you're sending it out. If you're sending yeah. out a dick pic, it's going to yeah. ten of my friends. Yeah. There is no yeah, and there's no relationship where you should honor their privacy because they didn't honor your request. Right. They, they just flash themselves yeah. to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's sexual harassment in many states. You just invented an app in and you states. don't even realize it. You two ladies could start the dick pic Tinder and oh. you, could, you could you could have all the bad dick pics from all over the world that ladies have been sent in like regret and then they you just kind of make fun of them. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. could draw little faces on them and, and then... Set them around. The little stickers. I, the, <laughs> reason I, the reason I brought up dick pics because it's <laughs> those it, Snapchat filters. Dick pics are dick a real pic. thing. Dick pics are a real thing, yeah. and, and it's a real phenomena that real dudes do. Real dudes will take pictures of their junk and send it to girls they don't know. Yeah, why? And that's like, not, why is that a thing? That's just not okay. And I'm more angry about it than you are. You guys probably think it's funny and you show your friends around. Wait, yeah, it's just where everybody like, like, what's going on here? Matt seems very passionate about I, this. I just like, I, when I learned about it, I was just so shocked. You have pictures of the guy's face or is it just kind of like an anonymous? It's, it's just dick. Just that pain. Wow. Wait, no, so yeah. there's no, like, you don't know where it's coming from? <laughs> it's just penises oh. popping up on the phone? Oh, oh no, 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 like, we'll know who it is based on their... Tender profile. But so, have you ever gone out with a on a date with a guy who sent you a dick pic beforehand? No, never once. Never once. I would never even question it. I met a guy Uh-oh. in a bar. <laughs> he was younger than me. Um, it was part of his culture. Yeah, I, I you know. It. <laughs> um, I met a guy at a bar, and uh, we exchanged numbers and information, and then we had texted a few times, and we were making a plan to meet up, and he was like. Hey, what do you, you know, how's your day? How's it going? Boom, dick pic. Oh, We never went out. (laughs) I did once have a guy send me a deck pic. What's a deck Was it of his deck? It was a picture of his deck. Of his back deck? And I thought it was hilarious. That's oh, that's and we definitely went on a date. Yeah, yeah. definitely going on a date with that So dude. boys, remember that. Deck picks. Deck picks, yeah. picks not cool. dick picks. Deck yes. picks, not dick picks. Um, Urban Outfitters, if you're listening, Maybe I want credit for that t-shirt. <laughs> There's got to be a way to shame TM. those guys. There's got to be a way to get men to stop doing that. Oh, like, there is. You can like, I mean, put the just... penis on their, like, on their t-shirt in their other photo, <laughs> and it's just like... This oh, is yeah. the guy. This is what he's, you know. You... And post it to their wall. Yes, right. exactly. <laughs> Send their girlfriend the coffee mug of it. Like, got this from your man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, There's... that's the thing. It's such a shameful thing to do. You you, you would expect them to be ashamed by it. And it's shaming weird. them it's almost weird... feels like vindication. It feels like it's r- the right thing to do. Yeah, because I think at that point, it's like people just want any kind of attention. <laughs> yeah, and maybe it is more of a desperation thing i just i don't get it at all i just they have to be sending those pictures because they're getting some success somewhere it's like digital (laughs) masturbation digital sex like they send their junk to someone someone sends their junk back and then it's like they're having this uh or it's just like they just feel like oh i need her to see my dick so so if you're a dude and you're out there and you're on tinder and you're (laughs) trying to find the love of your life (laughs) 
deck pick. Deck, not deck picks pick. only. Not dick I don't pick. think anyone is trying to find the love of their life on Tinder. On Tinder. Yeah, it's just not. Unless so the gay there, community is. And is are there more apps? Is that where they go when they the want to gay, be more conservative? So the gays go like scruff grinder <clears throat> for like the hookups. Right. And then they're like, I really want to like solidly settle like, down. look for someone. Yeah. Like settle J-date. down. They go to Tinder. Oh. <laughs> Which is like totally different than the straight. Right. Okay. It's not just hookup-y. No. Well, and uh, on Bumble now you can swipe for friends you can get new best friends on bumble i actually oh. was in new york recently and i was like i'm really bad at like dating one-on-one and they're like oh we do this thing on bumble where you go and you go you can just swipe and be like i'm looking for a bff and that's sh- and then it just links you with other girls looking for friends and then you find another bff do they do they match you personality type wise it's just like dating like you can swipe left swipe right oh, so it's just swiping yeah <laughs> so it's like do you want this person to be your bff yeah and, and you like swipe. you swipe them and then you like chat you got 24 hours to chat with them <laughs> <laughs> no way you get these bffs and then you go to this other app called grouper this is like an AOL and chat then room. that sets up group dates but I, with your new bff with your new bff and you can manufacture a whole lifestyle and apparently that's what they're doing in that, new york I think yeah. <laughs> Liz has a Bumble story that she should share. Oh, God. Mm. It's so hard to tell, though. So Bumble's an app. Yeah. Bumble it, is an app. It is a swipe left, swipe left if you don't like them, swipe right if you do. If you connect, the woman has to reach out first. Within 24 oh. hours. Within 24 so it's hours. the 24 hour one. And then the guy has to then reply within 24 hours. Why is this? Oh, they're banned from the earth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can never find them again. Why, does, why is that? Is that sort of like a. That's their Fuck niche. you to patriarchy? Their or? niche is just, we're putting the woman in control. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. all right. That's their thing. Well, that's fair enough. I mean, probably girls prefer that, right? I mean, I love Bumble, I but I mean, I've never really had any success on it. Uh, and I think Liz and I actually had this conversation where we tried um, comparing the opening notes. Like, do you say, hey, what's up? Um, I know that I've tried some jokes at first. <laughs> some jokes? <laughs> Try some of your material? Yeah. My joke was, um... <laughs> I can't wait. What was it, Lacey? Why doesn't Ray Charles have any friends? And Why? then no one would ever respond. <laughs> but the answer was, because he's married. Oh, my uh, gosh. And you were like, oh, they Ray Charles me because they never saw oh, this. Oh, you made me say that. I thought you were going to yeah, say something so if- like, Steve... Uh, Stevie Wonder and dick pics. You know what I mean? Oh, couldn't, couldn't see him or something like that. Maybe I'll sign, maybe I'll sign back up and try that one. Yeah, try it again. Oh my gosh. Uh, yes. So Liz said... Oh, so go ahead, go ahead. Liz has got a good yeah. Bumble dating story. But I've yeah. never been able to say this Bumble story and have anyone find it as funny as it actually is. So I don't know how oh. to... Well, just say it. Well, t- I'll, I'll laugh. <laughs> I laugh at everything. Yeah, even when well, I messed you know up my jokes. Involves. It involves the guy that I took to the 4th of July party. Okay, yeah, I know who yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. So, I met this guy on Bumble. We go on like four or five dates and like in the span of like maybe two, two and a half months. Jeez. No dick yeah. pics. Very No serious. dick pics. Is that a lot in the span of like two and a half months? Like no, four that's or five not. Dates? That's not okay. No. So that would have been like we went on a couple dates. We stopped talking to each other. We started talking to each other again on a couple dates. Stop talking to each other. Right. Not Went on another another date. <laughs> yeah. So we go on like our fifth date. He takes me to a Mariners game. Hmm. 
And then I come home from the date, and my friend from Chicago is there. And she's like, where have you been? And I was like, oh, I was just on this date with this boy. We went to the Mariners game. And then we're chatting about how we met. And then we start chatting about Bumble and our success of this app. We talk for like 45 minutes, and then we go to bed. We wake up the next morning. We like go out for the day, get some drinks. And she's like, actually, I met a guy on Bumble while in Chicago. Huh. But he lives in Seattle. And she's like, oh, I'll message him. So she messaged him and then like the day goes on and then someone asked me about my date from the previous night at the Mariners game. Right. And then Angie, my friend from Chicago, was like, oh, you never showed me a picture of this guy. I show her his Bumble profile picture and she goes, oh, my God, that's the guy (laughs) that I was talking to in Chicago. Wait a minute. How so he can you can go so, on Chicago? So he it, was on vacation in Chicago oh for like three days. How random is that? And just met her friend. randomly started yeah, talking like to my friend. There's like millions of people and they bumbled. Yeah. yeah. Well, you would think now we're and they bumbled. <laughs> they yeah. did. Well, no, they just like chatted oh. for like. <laughs> I don't even know what bumble means. Yeah. Like, is so it something bumbles bad? That. <laughs> okay. Um, they bumbled. So they just chat. Apparently, <laughs> apparently they like chatted for like three messages. They pollinated. They pollinated some. Some flowers. You know, bumblebees are becoming extinct. That's besides the point. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> For all the male listeners out there, what are what are some things that women do to men that are kind of cruel and mean when they're not interested in guys? Because there's been times when women will just kind of just go cold and ghost. But women kind of That's don't. That's true. I've noticed. I, I noticed this about men will kind of yeah. Ghost. Are women as forward as they expect men to be, or would probably like not. Men to be? Nope. Everyone's playing the same game. We're all playing the same yeah, probably. Game. Mm-hmm. But girls seem to be less willing to just completely cut them, cut a guy off, whereas a guy will just disappear. Seems like women are kind of like, uh, no, but you know, they'll kind of text back, and you're kind of like. Wait, are you into me or not into me? That will they, will you? Is it wedding season? Maybe they need dates. No, yeah, just kind of like I don't know. There, I mean, I'm just thinking about in college and such. Like there were girls were just a little bit less likely to tell me I'm not into you, but we'll kind of still huh. hang around a little bit. I don't know. I always got the mixed messages, but there's single guys out there. Friend zone. Yeah, maybe it's like the the like time of the year, like. Um, Valentine's Day is coming up. I need to get, <laughs> need to go to dinner with someone. Right. Or like New Year's. Yeah. But this is also I can't go to like, that party alone. Yeah. There's a different... You're a different person in your early 20s than you are in your 30s anyways. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So, you know, you're more... You're just more mature. You're more apt to say what you want. So the, the gist of the story is men just communicate. Communicate better. Yeah. Communicate more often. Yeah. Put some effort in. Have you ever thought about like just or, quitting the whole app scene i do every four months yeah that's true she does (laughs) you're just like i'm over it. i'm over it you delete it from your phone you build up your self-esteem because you know you got to be happy with yourself to like connect with somebody or like attract who you want to attract sure and so i'll build myself up to that and be like i feel so good i'm gonna start dating and then i'll date for like three months and i'm like little after little just start being like you just question every little thing you do right and then you're just like i can't do this anymore yeah and, you know, you got a corporate job. Yeah, corporate jobs. Dating's another job. <laughs> and so you just, I always give up for like three, four months and then I'll start over again. So knowing what you know, Liz, specifically, that you sometimes aren't yourself on the first date, do you give guys that extra chance to like, if you like are with a guy and he's like kind of awkward or maybe doesn't know how to handle himself, do you go you know what, maybe he's like me, maybe he needs a second to warm up. I'll give someone a second chance. I was really bad at really over 
Googling someone before a date. <laughs> and so I would go into this date being like, I know you wrote 500 Yelp reviews. I'm not going to like you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I think I mean, that's called an elite Yelper. Yeah. I mean, if you're Yelping Applebee's, David, we always I don't get... need... I don't need to know what you have to think about Applebee's. Fine, it, very, fine it really is. It's a fine establishment. Oh, gosh, man. Come on. Happy hour. Proposals <laughs> happen at Applebee's. How old, how old and how young are acceptable? What, there's a rule? I don't know. your age yeah, plus seven. What, I knew there, there was a seven in there. <laughs> there's a rule. I'm not real a mathematician, so. <laughs> um, I mean, I think that I'm not going to be dating 20-year-olds <laughs> or in my 20s because I'm 35, so... I have no business. I always going set in that my apps to twenty eight <laughs> to forty two. Get it, girl. So forty two. Well, that, yeah, that seems yeah. reasonable. I was like an older guy than a younger guy. Yeah, got a little, got a little cash flow. Less social <laughs> yeah. media Let's baggage. So. Less years on the Tinder, you know. Yeah, the less starts, It's creating the pathways you know, in that young brain. You know? when so a little salt older thirties, they're gonna call you. Yeah, that's true, because they don't know how I to text. I love a little salt and pepper. Yeah, they don't know yeah. how to text. They're a little older. <laughs> like, yeah, call. They're like, flip yeah, phone. Call. Please phone me, please. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so younger guys, more problems. Older guys, a little bit better. I didn't, I hadn't thought of that, but that makes sense. Do you, are you guys sitting around going, all the good ones are taken? I think it depends on the day. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, so, what, that's what you see in the movies. I think there's a lot of great people out there. Um, it's just a matter of how often you go out or sure. how often you're meeting them. Yeah. And where do you meet? Like, are you just still like, yeah, you go to a bar. That's where you meet. That's where you but meet I think up. the hard part about a you bar can't do that. in Seattle, it's like you go with your friends, right? right? And if you go up to a table of people that are, you know, yeah. not your, with your friends, they look at you like you're crazy. The yeah, freeze. freeze. The real the deal. Freeze. I think it's real. Yeah, yeah, I think it's real too. Like no one will ever buy a girl a drink in this city. Yeah, what's ever. up, guys? <laughs> they're, they're all a bunch of self-proclaimed feminists, but they're... they're maybe that's why. Maybe. <laughs> or they're just cowards. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we get like a hundred transplants a day. Yeah, like And it's still they? not changing. So I don't really understand what's happening. <laughs> we want to talk to you. Yeah. We want to well, talk to you. you know what I find? And I think maybe this is this is like just anecdotal sociology. But when people move to a new city, they're all just trying to get their own roots settled. They're all trying yeah. to get their established and figure out and get their bearings. They don't have time to like welcome other people into their life. They're they're looking around hoping someone welcomes them into in, into the city, you know. And so everybody's sort of just floating around, just and then they're like, "Well, I've got my little corner of this Starbucks now, so like I'm not going to welcome people into it. It took me three months to figure, you know, to feel comfortable here." Um, because people were so cold. And so the coldness sort of just Stick domino around. effect. Yeah. It just passes that energy on to other people. When you have single friends out there, guys and gals, mm. don't ever tell them. It'll oh. just happen <laughs> when you it stop will... looking for it. Oh, my gosh. Where you're like, yeah. oh, I don't know. is it under this wine bottle? Oh, no. <laughs> no. Nope. Okay. Oh, let me find my text message. Oh, he's right yeah. here. Yeah, oh, like, going to work. Is it at my front no. door? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think. And that's the thing, too, is it. I have no idea because I tripped and fell into a relationship when I was in my teens. You know, we were up and down and broken up a bunch of times, but we ended up getting married. And then that's just been it. And I don't know, like, I'm the last person you would ask, how do you date or how do you meet someone? I had no choice. It was just kind of like, that was it. Like, yeah. a girl liked me. As the first girl that like really liked me, and I was like, "This <laughs> is she's amazing. amazing! This is amazing!" A girl, I'm like, I'm 17. I'm so stoked that a girl likes me, 
Like it, it wasn't even a question. I never had to think, oh, I wonder what she, this or that, or if there's someone else. Or I just, I have no idea how to navigate it, which is why we didn't want to do this podcast without you guys. Well, we still don't know how to navigate it either. Yeah. I think the hardest part, maybe to dating, uh, we could talk about this for a little bit, um, is kind of when to walk away. Like when mm-hmm. you're in a relationship for a couple of years, three or four years, and you kind of go, I don't know. When should you walk away? And I would always preach to people like if you if you don't know if they're the one and you're dating them for a while, break up with them. That was like my thing that I preached to people like you're dating this girl and you don't know. And you're like, I don't know if we should like get more serious and get engaged or whatever. And I would always tell them, we'll break up and see how that works. And if you can live without them, then do that. Live without them. But uh, if you can't, then maybe there's something there. Christy and I use that as a litmus test. Like calling it quits on our relationship helped us figure out that we couldn't, we didn't want to do it, you know, apart. You know, I and I've I've known people that are in relationships that seem like they're just settling or they're comfortable or you know they don't want to start over because um, it can be a tough world out there. <laughs> but um, I you know I think if you're a person that you're happier when you're on your own or with your friends than when you are with your with this person right? and you know, you're constantly, you're complaining more than you're saying like, Hey, this is really great. He did this. We did this. Um, we're going, you know, doing these things and he makes me so happy. If you're right. saying like, I can't stand this person and you're complaining more then right. time to cut the cord. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I don't know. <laughs> don't worry. I can't make it past date four. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> the only advice I would throw out there is that no matter what, no matter who you find, you have to work at it a lot. There really is no mm-hmm. perfect relationship or perfect person for anybody. Yeah, but at the same time, you shouldn't have to work at it and right away. Yeah. Um, no. And, but at the same time, uh, you should you should be okay with working a little bit at it. Like people just saying, "Oh, this is this person." you know, sneezed weird. I can <laughs> swipe right on a hundred others. Uh, that's not cool either. Like you should give people the same grace that you expect them right. to give you, you know, if you laugh and snort, <laughs> maybe just cause you're nervous. Like maybe you're like, just let that one slide. I promise I'm a cool person. Are you, are you calling me out on that? <laughs> you were looking at me. I feel like that was directed towards me. Um, <laughs> I just feel like for me, I want somebody that's going to push me to be a better person or push me to do things that I'm either not, you know, comfortable, like not, you know, used to doing or, hey, let's go do this or, you know, being more of a positive influence. And if that person is more of a negative influence or it's leading me to a negative space, headspace, then it's got to go. Right. If you could tell guys like, do this more, don't do this. This is dumb. Like dick pics off the table. Not good. Deck pics. Deck pics are okay. Deck pics are okay. Um, I can tell you what I always swipe right for or left. Left is bad. Yeah. Left bad. Left. I always swipe left when you're wearing white sunglasses. White sunglasses. Which is horrible. Just I know don't. That's very just judgmental. Don't. <laughs> that seems like a personal preference it's thing. Very horrible. But go, but go ahead. <laughs> um, if you want to date Liz, <laughs> don't no wear white sunglasses. sunglasses. White sunglasses. Just. Don't wear a football jersey in three or more of your photos. <laughs> three or more. That's too much. <laughs> what if it's the same game? Like, what if they just took a lot of selfies no. at that game? Okay. Two or two or uh, less. Gym, is se- fine. gym selfies are the worst. worst. Gym selfies. Worst. Are like Come bathroom, on. What's that? Bathroom, bathroom selfie. selfies. Why? So bad. Don't do it. Just don't do it. What, what does that say about a guy to you? Like, what? How do you read that? That he loves himself a lot, <laughs> or he also doesn't know himself, or he hates so himself. So he's pretending. Or yeah. he was in a fraternity. A love. Yeah, I don't. No frat boys for me. Well, I mean, you can be a frat boy, but Sigma Chi, man. Yeah, <laughs> Kappa Beta. <laughs>
I would say if I was on Bumble and I was looking for a dude friend, mm-hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't hook up with the dude with white sunglasses either. So Right? <laughs> you're like, I just don't trust you. Has what nothing if- to do with the fact that you're not gay either. Yeah, right? yeah. happily married. You with just kids. wouldn't do it. I would be like, ah, that guy's probably gonna talk about lame <laughs> stuff the whole time. <laughs> I think it's harder for women than men in two thousand seventeen. A guy was excited to like just get that one on one contact with a girl. Right. Or just like talk to them or go say, hey, can I take your daughter out? And now they can do that 50 times in one night. Yeah. yeah. So what's the drive to, There's to no really? Drive. Yeah. The, what's the risk and what's what does it cost them? Nothing. Right? Nothing. Yeah. So if there's no cost, there's no re- real reward. Mm-hmm. If it was hard to get a date on Tinder they would behave quite a bit better. So, so this... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They would not do yeah. it. Lacey, I want to I I ask you, what if you could change one thing about the way that guys behave online, what, what would it be? Um, I would just say communicate. Don't just ghost on people. Be honest with them. If you're not feeling it, just yeah. let us know. If you want to go out on a date, like, let's go out on a date. Like, sure. don't be like, you know. So, And so. if we go on a date and you weren't into me, just, just let, let me, me know. know. Yeah. Like, yeah, so not that big of a deal. Yeah. Yeah, just like just like yeah. Uh it was great great meeting you. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, I think it's all in presentation, right? Like it's cool to meet people and you're not going to vibe yeah. with every single person. Yeah. And if you're respectful and just be like, "Hey, like I'm just not feeling it." That's cool. That's great. Like sure. I'd rather know that than me going home later and like having to text be on a group text with my girlfriends and be like, "Do you think I should have said this?" Right. Well, I text him right after and thank yeah. him for the drinks. <laughs> Was that too soon? Yeah, oh my gosh. Do you meet a guy and you go, "This guy will be a good friend, but maybe not a good like boyfriend." Do you ever think that? Nah. I've got too many friends. <laughs> too many. This isn't going to work romantically, but like I would love to get drinks no. with you. You never say that. That guy no. would just be confused. Okay. That would be the guy that just wouldn't get it. That would be me in like yeah. 23. Yeah. I'd be like, what? <laughs> Wait a minute. You still want to hang out with me? It's like, I think she likes me. So <laughs> maybe I'm, a, I'm an idealist because I think that people can like meet their best friends on Tinder. Bumble BFF. Okay, Bumble I mean, BFF. I met one of my besties on Craigslist. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so we have to figure out an analog way. It's going to get to the point where it's so easy for men to date that it's going to have to come back to some very difficult analog way to meet women. You know what it's going to take? It's going to take women saying, I'm not doing it that way anymore. And that's all true. the yeah. women. I am done with the apps. If you want to date me. You're going to have to come talk to, to my face mm-hmm. and then uh, watch all the men line up. And the women are very united these days and around the world That's and around true. the country. Reality so show. all the women true. do the women's march and then delete fucking Tinder. Yeah. yeah. Delete it. But we can keep Bumble because we can, we can be troll it. And yeah, we can be men will have to women pull their head out of their, their ass and be <laughs> gentlemen. Right? Yeah, dudes, if you want to date, ask us. That's all I ask. Just an ask. Just a quick ask. Yeah, just an it's ask. so easy. There needs to be some sort of vinyl version of dating. You know what I mean? Yeah. We got to go back to the old school. You pull yeah. the record out. You got to put wish. it on the turntable. Yeah, that, fire it up. That'd be my dream. Yeah. <laughs> How sexy would it be if a guy, if you met a guy and he's like, "Yeah, I just don't have any of those apps on my phone. Like, I don't." I it would don't be know. so sexy because then he would have had to come up and approach me and to have that conversation. <laughs> yeah, and he would be like, "Facebook, so, yeah. how much so does like, one of those ooh. cost?" So, like, if it's a sliding scale, like worst is dick pic, and like middle of the road is like sometimes, sometimes on Bumble, getting BFFs, <laughs> BFFs. and like and like full on analog on the other side, back hair, which is just like hi, I, I look people in the eyes and I t- have conversations with them. 
that's the sliding scale of of men, but it seems like it's pretty heavily weighted to the dick pic side. Yeah. 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 Well, that's what we're coming across. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> and then women are just here overanalyzing everything that right. they do. <laughs> I, I will say that's, that that men sometimes we're like water. We will find the easiest route from point A to point B. You know what I mean? Sure. I will say with that, um, one of my friends gave me some advice a while back. She was like, oh, you have a crush on this guy? And you got, you know, and we were, we had um, gone out once and um, she's like, well, did you put your hands down his pants? And I go, no. She goes, well, he's not going to know you like him. How would he know? (laughs) She's like, did you tell him or put your hands down his pants? Then he's not going to (laughs) know. So and and what if the guy was like, yeah, that's right. Like I, I don't think she liked me. I'm not gonna call her back. She didn't try to grab my job. Yeah, I mean, you guys are married, so I guess you wouldn't really know. Yeah, but... don't ask me anything. I have no idea. <laughs> I guess guys listening, how are you gonna? How what could we do to uh, show you yeah. that we we're into it? We'll say yes for that date. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Sorry. what if this podcast leads to love, though? Would you be open to dating a trolls podcast um... listener? Yeah, shoot Obviously. us an email. Anyone who wants my number, just ask Matt or Nate. No, just shoot shoot us an email at <laughs> don't email the trolls at gmail.com. Um, Liz, Lacey, they both live in Seattle. They're yep. both beautiful, beautiful people, beautiful souls, beautiful faces, beautiful eyeballs. <laughs> keep All going, please. You a John Mayer song right here. You're digging a hole. If you could put a John Mayer song on no, right keep now. Going. Okay. Keep going. Yeah, keep keep just going. Put, a, put the song on underneath yeah. there. <laughs> Beautiful shoulders, uh, beautiful oh, yeah. hair. <laughs> oh, hello. Beautiful oh. eyebrows. Uh, oh, just on fleek. Basically yeah. on... Yeah. Yeah. Christy's going to kick that door open in a minute here. <laughs> so much is going on in this garage? <laughs> the hell? Hey, Christy. I leave for five minutes. <laughs> Something she has a southern accent. <laughs> well, right. after this, we're all going to hit Tinder and uh, do the old uh, oh. Tinder Tinder round round. Yeah. Cards of Tinder. Cards of Tinder. <laughs> yeah. Cards against Tinder. Yep. We'll do Cards it. Cards against Tinder. Oh, mm-hmm. man. All right. I appreciate you. All right. Thanks, I appreciate guys. you ladies coming on. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for, for having, having us. us. Yeah. All right. Just thanks so much. Bye. Bye, Nate. Stay classy. Bye. Let go. <laughs> yeah.